Okay, joining us on the huddle, we have Hayden Munro from Capital Government Relations. Hello, Hayden. G'day, how's it going? Very well. Tim Wilson joins us as well from the Maxim Institute. Hello, Tim. Kia ora. Tim, I'll start with you. Uh, David's Vax Bucks. How do you feel of it? Oh, my goodness. David Seymour is at it again. Uh, good notes. He's sounding good. Uh, creative, positive. Um, it's an idea. I think for those who are already in the camp, I did. I, I, I take your point, uh, Andrew, when you say, well, will it move the dial on the, that last 10%, 15%? Uh, I'm not convinced uh, it will because there has to be that connection to get them in there, mm-hmm. to get the, um, the the IRD to remit them, et cetera, et cetera. I think, you know what, 250 bucks worth of cash will be worth about 500 bucks as a payout from the IRD at the end of the tax year. So let's make it cash if you want to make it go ahead. Hey, Munro, uh, what do you think of the idea? It's a little bit um, bureaucracy heavy, isn't it? Oh, I, I actually think it's a really good idea. I mean, I think there'd probably be issues with just having a giant pile of cash sitting out the back of the vaccine centre that you step into. <laughs> so I think, I think probably some oversight is, is probably good, just to stop stop robberies at the very least. But like, more, more importantly, I think we do need to be pulling out all of the stops. Any idea that might work, let's try it. I saw someone on Twitter saying the government should shout all of Auckland an extra day off next year as a thank you, Auckland Regional holiday to thank people for following the rules, which I thought was a good idea. We've we've got to get those vaccine numbers up. Any idea that might work, I say give it a try. Well, Tim, wouldn't you actually say the best way to thank Auckland uh, right now, if you're outside of Auckland, is in fact to get vaccinators right now? Do you feel that uh, actually a lot of people, Tim, down country, aren't feeling the urgency? Yeah, look, I think what's uh, one... um, one observation by one commentator is it seems to be suppression in Auckland, elimination in the rest of the country, and there's that mixed message. Uh, there's the Auckland, the, the the crucible, if you like, of uh, of, of of COVID-19 in New Zealand. And look, factually, that's probably true. So there's just we are, you know, we are we are people who respond to stimulus, and if there's not much stimulus. Uh, we won't we won't move along. It's why there were depletions in, uh, for example, people signing in uh, before all of this uh, Delta stuff broke. What I will say, though, I think oh, just going back to David Seymour's idea is that I prefer incentives to coercion. Incentives work in a way that coercion doesn't in terms of vaccination. So you would have been a sucker for the ice cream and the chickens. I'm Andrew Dickinson for Heather, and I have Tim Wilson from the Maxim Institute and Hayden Munro from Capital Government Relations on the huddle. So I'll go to you first, Hayden. Uh, your takeouts from the Levels decision today. What what really struck you? Yeah, look, I think that, um, they were kind of in a tricky situation today. They had people like Michael Baker calling for them to go back into Level 4. They've had you know, um, people from the other side saying Auckland needed to come down. I think they've kept that cautious approach that's kind of broadly worked for them. It is good to see them moving to try to give people a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, saying there'll be new approaches coming on Friday. Talk of a vaccination target could see the end of this. So I think the message to Auckland has been pretty clearly, we know you're doing it tough. Stay there. Not long to go. You know, we're giving you a pass out. But, but Hayden, haven't they, been, haven't they been saying that to, to Aucklanders since day one? You know, the, the criticism is that they make too many announcements of announcements that are coming in the future. Yeah, I've never understood that in that criticism, I have to say. I mean, I think I think you want politicians to say, look, here's a bit of a roadmap, here's where things are going. You know, sometimes announcements can't be made until all the details, you know, you have to cross the I's and dot the T's when you're in government, okay. especially when it's law changes. I, I think good on them for being open and, and, and giving people a bit of a sense of where we're going. I mean, it feels like a roadmap, but it also feels like the GPS is off. So, Tim, what do you think? <laughs> 
Look, I, I look, I, I w- was one of those who was uh, calling for a roadmap um, a couple of weeks ago because it seemed that um, we were in between strategies. Uh, I'm glad to know there's one on the way, but the I, I also hear what you're saying in terms of the signalling of the fact that we're signalling that something will be signalled uh, does. It, it, it creates frustration. Look, I'm glad they didn't bounce back up to level four. I don't think they would have done that, but that was raised by Michael Baker, etc. It's still hard dues at level three. It's still hard, bad for business. And I do sense uh, within Auckland a, a reduction in compliance that people, it's fraying at the edges here. And so they need to have something that uh, that is in that roadmap that is doable, that's achievable, uh, that people can see their way out of this. Because I think, um, I think people are, are quite sick of looking at one another inside their homes. Yes, well, this is true, uh, Hayden, because Auckland is the fifth most vaccinated city or area in New Zealand at 66.6%. By the way, top is uh, uh, Queenstown Lakes at the moment. And they feel, the double vax, don't you think the double vax feel that they need a reward? Well, I think I think all of us know, though, that we aren't just getting the vaccine for ourselves. We're doing it to protect each other, right? And there's, there's no doubt that opening up too early would see our hospitals overwhelmed, and that would be the worst possible thing that could happen for businesses. So, look, I think, I think the, the government's got the balance about right here. We've got a direction of travel that sees, you know, moving down alert levels on the horizon. There's a new way of dealing with this. But the message is still pretty much the same. If you want freedoms, if you want the economy to bounce back, if you want to protect your community and your family, go and get the vaccine. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Tim? How do you feel about compliance in in Auckland? Considering you know the, there's parties, yeah. there's there's protests, and there are double jacks, vaxxed uh, couples who are meeting inside because they yeah, feel that yeah. they're all Look, safe. I, I, ju- I just wish there was there was another way as well. Like I spoke to um, spoke to a friend of mine in the UK uh, on Saturday, and what she has is saliva test. Goes into work every day, takes a saliva, or before she goes into work, pardon me, takes a saliva test, uh, figures it out, and um, and and that's the way the way it's done. So what I'm saying is a. a, a a collection of platforms by which we deal with this. I'm a, I'm a bit perplexed by the monodimensionality of it's vax or nothing. I wish there was more on offer. Yeah, okay. South Island gets absolutely nothing. Wasn't even mentioned, Hayden. Uh, that's not a way to make friends and influence people. Oh, look, I think the South Island people broadly understand, though, you know, if... if they would have popped down to level one. All it would take is one person, you know, like the Wanaka couple, popping down there from Auckland when they're not meant to, could start a whole outbreak that could be really damaging for the South Island. So, again, I think I think the government's got kind of the balance about right there. All right. Tim? Yeah, look, I, I see the South Island might be open to Australia. So there we are. There's the constellation prize. <laughs> it'll it'll um it'll raise the IQ of both places. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Not um, sure Aussies count as a prize, but fair enough. <laughs> the the Prime Minister's wedding stoush, which was front page of the Herald on Sunday, where of course we're talking about no contract here, no sign contract. Uh, it, did, what did you make of it, Tim Wilson? Well, but, you know what? I was I was disappointed in in, in the fact that um, these keyboard warriors um, suddenly went on the uh, the places Facebook page and started giving it one star reviews. Can we just call these stop calling these guys keyboard warriors and call them what they are keyboard cowards? Yeah. Uh, what I've what I've noted though is that uh, five star reviewers are pouring back in, which is uh, which is great. It's a counterbalance, but I just wish politics didn't infuse every little thing we did. Hayden, uh, was there anything in it, including, of course, the electorate secretary going to scope out the place? 
Well, no, I mean it's you know the the Herald's had to to update that and say that she she was doing it in her in her personal time, doing it after work. She's an old mate of the PMs. I, I mean, a lot of us would have our mates help with wedding planning, right? I I did when I got married. I think to to Tim's point though, this wasn't actually a news story, right? It, the the only reason it was in any way interesting is because it was an attack on the prime minister. And actually, if you look, Cameron Slater was trying to gin this up last week on his Facebook page. Kiwis hate that stuff, right? That Republican style, attack people's families, play the man, not the ball politics. And, and to be honest, I, I, I just wish we didn't have that type of politics here in New Zealand. And we inter- talk about issues and how to make people's lives better. And interesting timing too, right after Super Saturday on a Sunday. So there we are. I thank you so much. Both of you, Hayden Munro and Tim Wilson.